0: Great day. She prays family. Thank you so much for taking time to join me in prayer today. It has been a while since I've been on here. And as you can imagine, I am going through all the fields just as you all are going through the fields uh, with COVID-19, with the presidential election, with all of the issues with police brutality and killings and assault. It's been a tumultuous last few weeks And as always, I apologize for not coming on sooner. If you are listening for the very first time, you may not know this, but I only come on when I am led by the Spirit to come on and to pray corporately. Um, I take prayer very seriously. I take God very seriously. And although I am not perfect, I don't always get it right. I do believe that I serve a God who is long-suffering, gracious, and kind, and that whenever I come to Him with a sincere heart, He is always listening. He is always available. And change is always happening. And so I want to thank you for being patient with me. I want to thank you for everyone who has downloaded the podcast. There are many, many more on the podcast that you can listen to and agree with and believe God for. That's why we're here. So today's podcast prayer is really just to send a timely reminder that our God is in control. That no matter who wins the election, that no matter who is put in office, whether it be presidential or whether it be your local PTA, God is ultimately in control. God knows the beginning, the middle and the end. He is faithful and he is just. And so we're just going to petition God. It's the day before the national election, and we're believing that God is still in control and sovereign, whether or not it is someone in the office that we believe in and that we support. Ultimately, our lives are governed by the word of God. Our destiny is in God's hands. And as Pastor Sarah and Pastor Torre said recently in one of their posts on YouTube, no matter what, we're going to serve God. We're going to shine his light. We're going to stand on his promises. And we're going to believe that even in the midst of insurmountable hopelessness, because it does seem hopeless, we know that our God is the God of hope and He always shows up on time. And so, Father, we thank you first and foremost for being a God who is always aware of what is going on. We thank you, Father, that nothing that is happening in the earth is a surprise to you. Nothing that is happening in the earth is outside of your good plan. So, we thank you for that. We know, Father, that many times what happens here on earth does not feel good, it does not look good, it does not many times make sense. But we do know, God, that you are worthy of our trust and you are worthy of our worship. We thank you, Father, that you've been a God who's been honest with us. You told us in your word that we would have hardships, that we would suffer losses, that trials would come, that trouble would knock on our door. And so we thank you that you've been honest with us and you have given us the tools and the power to overcome whatever we have to face. We thank you, Father, that you have given us the gifts. And the talents and the anointing and the endurance and the fortification we need to continue on to fight the good fight for the faith. And so we thank you for that. We know, Father, that even when we're down, we're fighting from a place of victory. Even when we're sick in our bodies, we're fighting from a place of victory. Even when we're confused and we don't know the answer and we don't know which way to look, we're fighting from a place of victory because you do. You have the answers. You make a way. You're the truth. You're the promise. You're the blessed assurance. And so, Father, we can rest in that every day. And so, Father, we pray now that your word would begin to illuminate in our lives, that we would spend less time on TV and more time in your word being reassured and comforted that you have our back. That you are fighting for us and not against us. We believe, Father, that you are our healer. We believe that you are our deliverer. And we believe, Father, that you are working things out for our good, even though it doesn't look good. It doesn't make sense. You are God and you are God alone. And if we could figure you out, you wouldn't be God. If we knew the plan, it wouldn't be your plan. For you declare in your word that your ways are above our ways. They're different from us. You think differently from us. Where does wisdom come from? It comes from you. Where does knowledge come from? It comes from you. Where does insight and discernment come from? It comes from you. So we're going to keep our eyes on you in this season. Come what may, no matter what, we're going to keep our eyes on you. It is our faith in you that has overcome this world. And whether we have faith the size of a mustard seed or faith the size of mountains, we're going to hold on to the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. For we know that we are overcomers in you. And we're not just saying that we believe that and we have overcome some things. We have lived through many more things than what we're going through right now. We face much more fiery trials than what we're facing right now. And so, Father, we're putting our faith back in you. We're putting our trust back in you. You are the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly what we could ask or think. So we're putting it back on you. It's not on us. It's on you. It's your word that's on the line. It's your your truths that arise in this season, Father. And so I pray that we would be grounded in the word, that we would not be tossed and turned and double minded and, and up and down and in and out, but that we would be strong and focused and stable, that we would have hearts that are full of courage because we know that our God answers prayers. We know that our God makes a way. We know that our God enables us to overcome We know that God has given us what he knows that we can fight against. God has shown us these mountains because we know that with his help, they can be moved. They can be crushed. And so, Father, I pray that you would increase our faith in this season. Yes, we can have faith the size of a mustard seed, but it shouldn't stop there. It should continue to grow. And many of us need to see you in a new way. And the only way we can see you as healer is is only if we get sick or someone gets sick. If we've been boxed in and we need deliverance, that's the only way. We can see you as a deliverer. If we need someone to be our hope and we feel hopeless, that's the only way we're going to be able to experience you being the God of hope is if we're in a place of despair and discouragement and hopelessness. And so, Father, touch the hearts of those who need to see you in a new way, who need to experience you on a new level. Help us to grow our faith and be laser focused in the faith that we claim that we have. In the name of Jesus, we're praying against distractions, Father. Many of us are so distracted by the news and so distracted by what people are saying that we're not investing time in the word. We haven't prayed and fast in years, maybe even months. But father, I pray that we get back on track, whether it's fasting from social media, fasting from sugar, fasting from caffeine, fasting 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. God, let the word, let the God that we know is the truth arise and let our enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. We're praying, Father, that you eradicate this disease, that it that it dry up in the name of Jesus. We're praying for healing right now, Father, people who have contracted COVID-19, as well as people who are living with diabetes and and cancer and and ALS and MS and all of these other diseases that are deteriorating the body, Father. We are praying for healing in the name of Jesus. For you have healing in your wings, and so we're asking you to hover over those who are sick, hover over those who are in pain, hover over those who are suffering right now, Father, and pour out your deliverance, pour out your healing. In the mighty name of Jesus, we're praying for those father who operate from a hateful heart. For we know that Jeremiah 17 and 9 says that the heart is desperately wicked. It's a puzzle. Who can know it? It's a rhetorical question. God knows the heart because he's intimately acquainted with us. So he knows our proclivities. He knows what we're more likely to do. And without a, uh, without a heart that has been born again, regenerated, we are more uh, likely to do that which displeases God. And so, Father, we are praying Ezekiel 36, 26 over the heart that is desperately wicked. We're praying that you would remove that heart of stone and replace it with the heart of flesh and deposit your Holy Spirit in that person, in those people groups, in the name of Jesus. We're praying against malice. We're praying against schemes of the enemy, gaslighting and love bombing and hoovering and false promises and dangling carrots. All of these terms that are that that are just basically terms for schemes. And we know that the enemy is a schemer. He is the father of lies. There is no truth in him. He's been a liar since day one. And so we pray against the schemes of the enemy. We pray against the deception and the malice and the gall of the enemy in the name of Jesus. And we're praying, Father, that you loose a spirit of truth, that you loose a spirit of holiness, that you loose a spirit of understanding, that you loose a spirit of self-control and gentleness in the name of Jesus, that you loose the spirit of mercy. For your word declares that we ought to be merciful and compassionate. We're praying that you loose the spirit of God throughout the land in the name of Jesus. For we can't just bind up things, we need to loose some things too. So we bind up lies, but we loose the spirit of truth. We bind up sickness, but we loose the spirit of healing in the name of Jesus. We bind up the spirit of confusion and double mindedness and half heartedness, and we loose the spirit of truth and clarity and decisiveness. For the Lord declares in his word that he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of sound mind. We declare a sound mind, loose a sound mind in the name of Jesus. And we're praying that you loose a courageous heart to be obedient to the soundness of mind, to the sobering of mind, that we ought not just know what to do, but we ought to be doing it for the word declares that we are not to deceive ourselves. We're deceiving ourselves if we just quote the word, if we just know the word, but then fail to do it. And so, Father, we also ask that you forgive us. We can't be powerful and impactful and get God's attention until we ask for God to forgive us. We've said some things. We've done some things. We're doing some things. We're saying some things. We're acting in ways that displease and dishonor a holy God. And so, Father, we ask for you to forgive us. Forgive us for the language we've been using. Forgive us for being foul in our attitude. Forgive us for being cantankerous, argumentative, super defensive, prideful in the name of Jesus. We speak against the spirit of pride. We don't always know the answer. We don't always have the way we are not God. And so, Father, we pray that you help us to move out of the way so that you can be God, so that you can move and throw your weight around and and show people and reveal yourself to people so that they may be changed from the inside out. Deliver us, Father, from thinking that we are supposed to do you. Yes, we are to reflect your light. Yes, we are to shine your light. Yes, we are to live in such a way that people notice you in us. But we are not supposed to think that our way is the only way, that our way is the right way. We've got to allow you into places and spaces and hearts that we keep blocking because we think we know better that our way is the only way. So please, Father God, in the name of Jesus, have mercy on us and forgive us for being prideful. Forgive us for being angry. Forgive us for holding grudges, nursing grudges. Forgive us, Father, for not praying for our enemies. We know we ought to, but we're not. We're praying soulish prayers. We're praying selfish prayers. We must be praying the prayers of the word of God, which says that God desires all men to be saved that he is relenting because he desires that no man shall perish. That means the person that you can't stand the most God is praying and waiting and interceding that he come to him. And so Father, help us to get real with your word. Help us to make it live. Help us to do the work of ministry. It is a work that has to be done. It is a pacing that has to be done in the in it is a prayer praying until until it is done. In the name of Jesus. But God did not die in vain and nor is the work that we're doing in his name in vain. And so, Father, we pray that you would create within us a pure heart and renew within us a steadfast right spirit that we would long for righteousness, long for holiness, that we would say no to those things that our flesh desire. For we know that the end is devastation. It's disaster. When we give into the flesh, it oftentimes does not please the Lord. And yes, it is hard, but we've got what it takes. Yes, it seems like it's not working, but that's just a lie from the enemy. For our weapons are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds and they are unseen and they are eternal. So use your weapons. The weapons are prayer. The weapons are praise. The weapons are worship. The weapons are studying your word and hiding it in your heart that you may not sin against God. And when you do sin, you have enough sense and compassion and humility to ask God to Forgive you of your sins, knowing that we need the Father working on our behalf and moving in our lives. So, Father, we pray that you not turn your face from us. We're praying, Father, that you would open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings. What are those blessings? They're not just monetary blessings, they're blessings of peace of mind. There are blessings of healing in the body. There's blessings of healing in relationships. There's blessings of healing in the land. There's blessings of healing in leadership. There's all types of blessings. So we're no longer looking for the monetary blessings of wealth. God has given us the power to make wealth. If you want more money, work more, get more streams of incomes. The word of God declares that he gives us the power to do that. That's nothing for God. What's the, the real work is working on our hearts Helping us to love, helping us to understand, helping us to disagree and be respectful in the name of Jesus. For perfect love casts out fear. That fear it's talking about is the fear that that torments, that harasses, that's jealous, that's envious, that is cantankerous, that is divisive. We speak against all of that in the name of Jesus. And we pray rain down your holiness, Father, rain down your truth. In the name of Jesus, open our ears so we may hear differently. Father, open our hearts that we may receive the word of God differently. Move and minister in our homes. We welcome your Holy Spirit into every crack and crevice of our home. We need the holiness of God to move in our home. We pray for good night's rest in our home. Some of us haven't slept in weeks, in months. Because we are worried and anxious, but God declares that we are to worry of nothing for it adds no value to our life. Each day has its own trouble. So stay present, stay resilient, stay focused, stay prayerful, stay hopeful, stay productive in the present and trust God with the future. In the name of Jesus, we're praying for a restful, restorative night's sleep. Calm our minds, remove our anxieties, remove our fears in the name of Jesus. Help us, dear God, to not walk away from purpose. For as my husband preached on yesterday, if we can walk in purpose, we can surely walk out of it. So give us the courage to stay on track, God. Call that husband back home. Call that wife back home. Call that child back home. Those who have turned their hearts away from you, Father, we pray that you begin to move this week in the name of Jesus. Move on their hearts. Move in their situations. Move through their coaches, their friends, their tutors. God, move in the name of Jesus. Speak in the name of Jesus. Our God is alive. Our God is mighty. Our God is powerful. Our God is holy and our God is sovereign. He never sleeps. He never slumbers and so Father help us to get in position and know that if you are for us, it is more than the world against us and no matter what and come what may, God is still seated high He is at the Jesus is at, on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us all that our faith faileth not. Don't disappoint God. don't lay your faith down, don't set it down. Pick it back up and run the race that has been set before you so that you can obtain the imperishable crown, which is Jesus Christ. It's in the mighty name of the only one that is alive, holy and redemptive. It's in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Go forth in faith. Stand firm on the word of God. And if you need more prayer, please listen to more prayers on this podcast. Please share. Please rate and also um, join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. on Facebook Live if you want more prayer and more word. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Stay safe. Stay strong. And I'll see you again here soon.